Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a real opening. This is going to be the cold opening. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Welcome to the Chimp and the Champ podcast. Coming live from uh, this little kind of weird room with uh, pink, purplish... It's alive, though. I mean, they're going re- to lift it after the recording, so it's really not live. I don't know if it's really live or not. It's live right now. We're live. Yeah. But it's not really live. I guess there's probably... Kind of live. Yeah. This Welcome to the sort of live, not really, podcast. <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting one, I think. So for those of you who are expecting to hear very important information, this probably isn't going to be the one for you. Nah, for sure. <laughs> we're going to we're have good information today. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. This will be a fun one. So we're going to talk about some different things today, right? But if you've noticed, there's a different host. This week, I'm in charge. The chimps have finally taken over this chimp exhibit. So my co-host today... Chimps run wild. Yeah, this is Chimps Gone Wild. My co-host today, slash guest, is uh, Scott Fairball from Fairball Fitness. I don't know... Breath, but breath, mint. No, there's people Some cheering and clapping for it. You know? <laughs> it was my own applause. I'm never mind. I'm glad. It was good. It should have been your own pause. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to talk to Scott Faribaugh from Faribaugh Fitness. Uh, all things fitness, all things Scott, all things Faribaugh. All yeah. the time. So, fun. first off, what's going on with the gym? This weekend, we had what? Uh, we had that Girls Gone RX. Thank you for not saying wild again. That yep. was a different girls, weekend. Girls Gone And that was RX. the event we were at. Yep. So they just had four teams of three. So um, they went down to D.C. They competed, and we had one team win. Um, Terry, it was – I apologize for the names. I don't remember. I knew Terry. Um, this is – It was Terry, is, <laughs> Terry, Brooke, Terry Brooke, and there was another girl. I think she's from Huntington um, that won this. So they did very, very good. If you are um, listening from Huntington – when I I just know in your head I smacked well, it for you. Well, I don't really I don't know the other one, but I know that she's a member of Huntington, the girl that has Huntington. So Brooke is a trainer down there, and then obviously Terry, everybody knows Terry from here. So they came in first, um, and then the other teams all, from what I understand, did extremely well, um, gave it all they got. So good event for a great cause. It was to raise uh, money for breast care, uh, breast ca- breast cancer research, and um, it was very very, uh, from what I understand, very. Memorable and a lot of people. This was the first experience. We had a couple teams that have never done a CrossFit competition. We had some very new people too. Yeah, very we had new, some very so they, experienced. They teams. got to get their. Uh, they got to get their. Uh, I guess their first experience at, at CrossFit, and it's sometimes that can be a an eye opener when you do it. So good experience, everybody. So first and foremost, probably before we continue with anything else, uh, we need to have a legal disclaimer. This is where we get the guy that comes in real quick, talks real fast, and says a bunch of big words. Yeah, what's our legal disclaimer? I mean, you have to have a legal disclaimer because now you're officially yeah. this guy, right? You got this fancy certificate. <laughs> He's been walking around with this CrossFit Level 1 certificate around his neck, like Flavor Flav with that giant clock. It was, uh, for me, it was a milestone. I, I always wanted to get this. Um, uh, shout out to Ray and Ange. They invested into their trainers. They've asked us, you know, through the, through the course of my time here, which has been here a little over a year now, they keep asking, you know, what we want for training, for, for us to excel in our in our um, training journey. I asked for this CrossFit Level 1. They sent me down, and uh, I'm now officially a CrossFit Level 1 trainer. So what's that mean? Uh, basically, nothing. is another piece of paper. <laughs> it's another piece of paper that I can say I have. I, every um, certificate Scott has, so I've edited with my name on it, and I have it hanging on the wall at my house. Here's the thing about certificates. like... 
Yeah, I do I have some certificates? Yes. Does that mean you're a good trainer? No. I know people that have a thousand different certificates and they have all kinds of, you know, badges and books of honor, but that doesn't make them uh, a good trainer. Me personally, you know, if you want if you want to see my credentials, cool, I have them. But me personally, I think experience, passion, and the discipline it takes to come in here and do this and learn and being able to humble yourself to continue learning in this, um, whether you are self-taught or you keep going through different courses and learning each time, that's where you get the knowledge and to become a good trainer. It's not necessarily the credentials you're holding. It's the uh, amount of knowledge you're willing to accept and learn from. And sometimes during that process, especially in, in any type of exercise science, this is an ever-changing, ever-growing um, industry. So things change constantly. You'll go back and forth on almost everything. Exercise selection, proteins, BCAs, supplements, nutrition. As science gets you know, more research and people find things, it changes over time. So you got to be willing to adapt to the changes and, and accept things that you may have been, you may have thought was right, and then next thing you know, they come out and say, no, nope, that's not necessarily right. There's a better way, and you got to be willing to kind of roll with that punch and go with it. But that's what makes people a good trainer, being able to adapt to the changes, accept the changes in the in the industry, and grow from that. So more on that to come because we're going to have a long, deep discussion, deep and long discussion. Deep, so. deep and long. God, we're gonna have to triple X rate this. This is gonna. Son this one's bitch. gonna need some special privileges. You're gonna have to. Have, this is. This will be the lost <laughs> episode. Plus eighteen. Yeah. So we have probably a couple other updates, right? So Friday night at the bar. Friday night at the bar is crushing it. We're doing well in there. We're getting some killers in there too. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it's getting it. pretty rough. There's <laughs> getting to be some pretty. That was that was intense competition this week. I will say, and that was probably one week. of the most fun workouts yeah. I have done in a long time. Yeah, we cut it back a little bit um, with everybody competing and. The complex that we've been running, we decided to have a little bit of fun, just have a little bit of relay race. It was it was a good time. Who won? Team. Who won that? By yeah, the way, who won that one? You guys I, beat us. So the team, Josh, team Josh got us to the chimps one, and that means that the chimps got to control the podcast this week. And so yeah, there actually is a podcast this week. You're welcome. But I've been busy. I'm, I get it. I get it. I get it. Listen, I, I we don't all run several restaurants and busy state. Co- you're right. You're right. You're really busy. Shut up. <laughs> so. Chimp and the Champ podcast is back. We're doing some awesome stuff now. We've got yep. some cool things coming up. Where are we at with, like, merchandise? Um, still haven't heard anything from anybody. Everybody keeps telling me, oh, they'd love to have T-shirts and they see me in person, but nobody messages anything on Facebook or Instagram yep. or even texts us and say anything. So the next person that says, hey, man, when are you guys going to get some shirts? I'm going to say, find me, like, ten other people that yep. want to buy them, too, Listen, and I have, will gladly get them. I have Anne. She's already agreed to making the shirts for us, so we have her, but I just need – I don't want to tell her to make X amount that all of a sudden they don't sell. So yeah. we need – if you're really interested in these shirts, let us know for sure. I would like to have a um, – just shoot me a text, shoot Josh a text, shoot us on email, yep. the champ um, at gmail.com, um, or you can find me or Josh on Instagram or Facebook. Let you can find Scott in the gym. Yeah, you find yeah, find either one of us in here. Honestly, <laughs> just tell us you know tell us you want a shirt, give us a size, and I can start getting a week and start getting a uh, pre order made. Yeah, so I'd like to do that. Yeah, there was even some interest in like Friday night at the bar shirts, so maybe we could have a Friday night at the bar chimp in the champ shirt. Yeah, that'd be good too. We could do a lot of different things, but yeah. we need commitment. So we, Second, Scott and I have commitment issues currently. Secondly, that. if anybody's out there that is a business owner that would like to be sponsored. Uh, or sponsor pod- us or sponsor us on our podcast I guess would be a better term please let us know we are currently looking for uh, sponsorship we would like to get you know advertise your business and help us out as we help you at the same time um, we're trying to get this a little bit bigger we have 
we have quite a few listeners right now, and I think it's time to go to the next step. So we have tens, the tens of listeners. Tens. Actually, we had two point three thousand listens so far. Two point three thousand. That's a lot. Do you know that I literally have a computer at home that I just keep pressing play? Whatever it works. Hey, it it's makes working. it look good. It makes us look good. I think we've made like 17 cents. 17 cents we've made so far. Yeah, we're doing really well. This is, this is a good thing. This is all part of my get rich slow scheme, and it's working. Yeah. So By the time we're 100, we will have $25 split between two of us. Yeah. Woo! And with inflation, we're pretty much yeah. fucked. No, so, but honestly, if you want a shirt, yeah. um, merchandise, if you are interested in uh, taking the chip to the champ and sponsoring us, that would be awesome. Again, but please reach out let us know. Um, short of that, what else do we have for that? I mean, honestly, we've also got other news. So, the chimp and the champ being us, um, some people noticed that there may have been a fight going on. There was a, a little bit of a bout where the two of us got in a cage together. We did. I mean, we did do that. That was a real thing. There was a boxing match that took place. Next time, there will have to be some camera footage of, of something. I feel like that would do Instagram very well for us if we got some footage. Maybe we can go live. We go Facebook Live. With this would be a Josh, good idea. With Josh getting his ass kicked again. But no, it was yeah, fun. It was a good time. It was a great time. Yeah. So we've been doing some different things with our training. Um, we haven't really talked a lot about the training that you and I do together yep. or that we've been doing. But um, recently, we've been trying to do some different things for some uh, conditioning. I've been running. So like Sunday, I, last week, I went on that trail run. Shout out to those guys. Thanks for the invitation, Ange. Even nice. though you didn't show up. <clears throat> she needed a rest day. That she, her, her <laughs> well, she's got a lot of stuff going on at home, yeah. too. She's she's remodeling and running yeah. a business. and yeah. I get it. Her and Ray are running off like two hours of sleep trying to do everything. But in her defense, she did manage to pretty much fill that class very, very quickly. Yeah. So that was a kudos. That was a good move. Yeah, And that's good. And, and again, we're all getting ready for Sweat for the Vets coming up here on the first Saturday of November. And I am signed up. Are right. you signed up? I am. Yep, already signed up. Are you doing the 10 or the 5? I'm doing the 10. The 10. Okay. And here's the reason I'm thinking on this. So I've run this. He's going to just run it. He's going to no, walk No, no, no. Here's, here's the thing. The 5K or the 10K, the hardest part is the 5K. Because no matter either way, you're running the top of this goddamn mountain. So you run you run that fire break, the power lines, all the way to the top, whether you do the 5K or the 10K. If you do the 10K, you got to come back down. So if you're going to come up 5K, you have to walk yourself back down or just do the 10K, finish your trail out, and run. So... I figured so, I'd do that way. It is. We will be there. We will not. Worse. We may not be together, but we will be there. We're gonna be there. Yeah. So yeah. one of us will be in the front of the group. The other one will be in the back. So if you're mm-hmm. interested and you want to go, Sweat for Vets is November fifth. Yeah, it's the first Saturday of November. Yeah, so first Saturday November. of November. I think it's the fifth. I think you're right. I think um, you're right. And there. What about information for that? Where can they find information? I actually just go to sweatforthevets.com. Um, Gorilla House also has a um, link to it on their Facebook page. And if you are curious, let me know, and I can send you the link as well. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll put it in the in the notes for this as well, so that they can get right to it. But sweat sweat for vets is going to be a fun time. There's going to be a lot of us there. Come represent. Come show up for the gym. Wear your Gorilla House stuff. If you had a Chimp and the Champ podcast shirt, this would be a great place to wear it. But you don't have one, so that's on them. I will warn you if you're running that, if you've never run that, have a pair of trail running shoes. The second half um, is pretty rocky, and it's through like. Um, it's through the woods you're going through, and if it's wet that day, um, everybody if ever running the trails, you know that those, those rocks can be a little slippy. So have a good pair of trail runner shoes. You're going to need them. So Josh is taking a couple of notes right now, and he's probably yelling at me. No, I'm not yelling okay. at you right, yet. Good. I'm writing this for me to let, yell at you later. Okay, good. I'm all right with that. So today we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. This is going to be the uh, hodgepodge slash 
mishmash. We're gonna catch up on episode. some. Stuff. We're gonna get caught up on some things because well, we haven't really well, sat you down. You and I always have. You and I are both. Um, we're not scatterbrained, but we we are a people of ideas. We are so people we, of attention deficit. No, disorder. I think I think what it is. You and I both have a lot of ideas. We bounce bounce them back and forth, but sometimes we get so many ideas we forget to write them down. So we're gonna kind of take a step back and address some things we have wanted to address here for a few months. It, we haven't done so. We and this is also going to be an introduction into something that we may be working on later. So yeah. I, there's some notes and things. Scott's sitting over there right now, real scared because I'm the only one with a plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see so, what's going to happen here. So first thing we're going to talk about, since we talked about what you got to do this weekend, yes, I want to talk to you a little bit about your history with that subject. Now, okay. sure. you need to have a legal disclaimer for any of this discussion no. because no. this we're going to talk about this c word, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm under in the understanding that with this c word there comes. Some special things, right? So there are places mm-hmm. that have this special training. What is right. this? All right. So um, CrossFit is a um, modality of training that they had come up with. Uh, 20 years ago, a guy named Craig Glassman came out with it. Um, it kind of took the world by storm. And it is, it is re, it's, it's just the, the entire fitness industry has got turned upside down upon its head because of CrossFit. It changed everything anybody ever knew about it. And it took the world by storm. It really did. People love it. It's enjoyable. It's a very, very um, good program to run. Um, I actually got to see the the methodology, the methodology, the methodology behind it, which is pretty cool. Because at first I wasn't real sure what this was. I thought it was just a bunch of random shit put together that yeah. just to make you cry. And I'm so like, I don't know if I'm into let's, this. Let's go clear to the beginning. What is CrossFit? So it's is it the, an the idea actual, or so is the it actual a- the actual definition? It is um, constantly varied. Um, constantly varied. I found this on the web. Oh, what? What was oh, that? I mean, my phone's looking up what is CrossFit. I thought maybe we'd <laughs> let Siri join our conversation today. The actually, the actual definition is constantly varied, um, high intensity. Um, I'm drawing a blank now. You're doing great. Constantly. <laughs> hold on. It is. Um, it's basically constantly, constantly varied, um, high intensity exercises that you do. So you're varied the exercises. You do it at a high intensity, um, and you do, there's a method behind this of how you do it. CrossFit is basically, I bet I guess to break it down without sounding like technical, you have you're mixing. There's like ten different parameters of fitness, right? You have flexibility, mobility, strength, power, um, speed. You add all this, you add all ten of these into one program, and it becomes CrossFit. Basically, you, they try to cover as many parameters of fitness as they can. So you're not just working strength. You're not just working power, hypertrophy. You're getting the whole kit and caboodle in one course, right? The whole purpose is it's um, you add strength, you add power, you add conditioning, and it gives you an overall, not even just a baseline. It gives you more than a baseline of fitness. So for athletes, for anybody, and like they say in 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 the world, every single person should train like an athlete. The difference is it's it's you're not changing and you change by degree, not by type. So let's say an 80 year old person and a D1 athlete. The degree of how you train is different, but how you train should be the same. You know what I mean? Right. So because everybody needs to run and jump and be able to lift things up and pick things from the floor and put things on a shelf, these are human, everyday movements. How we do it, you know, obviously that 81-year-old person and a D1 athlete are going to move completely different. But that is kind of the goal of CrossFit. It's for everybody. So, so really is, good. when I say what is CrossFit... It can be used as, it's mainly, like, as the incorporated CrossFit is what? Just gyms and workouts? What do you mean? So, like, what is it? What's the, what's the, the what to do? 
like what is it a class is it a like an actual CrossFit yeah, place, so they have right? they, they have these things called affiliates. So there's like um, I can't tell how many affiliates across the world. I think there's like two thousand affiliates in the world right now. There's there's a shit ton of them, um, and these affiliates they call box. They're not really called gyms. They call them CrossFit box. Wow. Um, they are pretty much dedicated to CrossFit. You walk into one of these, it's not like a gym. It's not like when you walk in here and you see our strength machines and we have our cardio, it looks like a traditional gym. And then we go in the back and you see that's more like a CrossFit type area. Now that's our functional fitness area. Um, but if you go to a box, you're going to see rigs. You see the rowers, the bikes, um, the skiers. You're going to see you know, a lot of the bumper plates and a bunch of power racks and rings. That's kind of what you see in almost every box you go into. Um, and this affiliate basically teaches CrossFit. So they have a workout of the day. CrossFit has their own website, CrossFit.com. They put out a workout of the day. They put it out every day for 20 years now. So they can follow that program. But most boxes have their own coaching. So they have their own people in the program, and they follow, you know, they follow the same mantra and the same design of the methodology of CrossFit, but they're able to design themselves. So a level one trainer can go ahead and design a CrossFit workout for his own gym if he wants to. Um, currently here, we are a we are not affiliated, but what we have is the functional fitness gym here. So functional fitness, the way we do our barbell club, it's very similar. Um, the difference is we do things um, a little bit more. Sometimes CrossFit programming can get a little um, overwhelming. Overwhelming, right? A little bit extra. People take it a little too far, and it can get almost too, like, like this is too much. and burn yourselves out. Right. So in here, we've kind of changed it back. We don't really, we don't use CrossFit terminology. We don't call things like the Frans and the Murphs or, or the um, Frans and the Graces, and there's all these different names for workouts. Yeah, that was going to be one of my other questions. Yeah. We're going to get to that in a minute. I don't know why they use these names. There, There is a reason why, but each name, so there's like, they have six different girl workouts that are con- considered benchmark workouts. Um, these workouts are how they test. So let's say um, the biggest question in CrossFit is, how do I know I'm improving, right? So everything is about improving work capacity in one way, shape, or form. So let's say we come in here and you do Fran. So Fran is um, 21-15-9 of pull-ups and thrusters. So you got to do 21 thrusters, 21 pull-ups, 15 thrusters, 15 pull-ups, 9-9. Actually, the world record just got beat by Noah Olson this weekend. He did it in a minute 49. He did all that in a minute 49. He was flying. But it's a benchmark workout, which means... Um, that's how I track each time. So let's say I do it the first time. It takes me six minutes. Right, if I do it again in six months, I do it in five minutes, 50. Has work been improved? Yeah. Sure. Right. As long as, as long as you take into consideration, I use the same weights, right? I didn't scale anything. If I scale it the first time. You need to either scale it the second time or not scale it. Right. If you, you don't scale it the second time, you still, even right. though your time might be shittier, but you didn't scale it, you've improved because your quality of um, movement has improved. Right? So you don't have to scale it. You've learned a new movement and you're able to enact it into a, in a program. So um, that's why they have these six benchmark workouts. They are to see if you are making improvements throughout your course of your training time. So that's why they do them. For me, for a long time, I'm like, how do I know if I'm improving? That's how you know. Right. Um, my work capacity. And you might be able to, and there's different ways of, of seeing how you improve. Your, ta- your time may improve. You might not scale it. The weight may have improved. Um, let's say... We're doing an AMRAP, right? So as many rounds as possible in 20 minutes. The first time I do whatever workout it might be, I already did six rounds. The next time I do it is seven rounds. Nothing really changed other than I right. added a round, so I was able to move faster, more efficient, so therefore I know work has improved. So this is why it's important to keep track of certain workouts we do. And, and you know, we always say, like, 
we do the same, kind of the same kind of principle in here where we do certain workouts. We every time we tell people to make sure we keep track of their big their big lifts, their cleans, their jerks, their snatches, their deadlifts. Make sure those those numbers are always going to be something you should keep an eye out. Um, so if we say, hey, we're going to find a heavy three today, and you should say, all right, last time I found a heavy three, what did I do? Oh, I did, you know, 400 pounds. So right. I need to either hit that or improve. Sometimes for improvement doesn't necessarily mean the weight moves, but maybe your movement quality has. So let's say we'll use a squat, for example, and we'll use you because you're a great example. Your first time you squatted, let's say you didn't break parallel at 225. You're still at 225, but you're completely in that hole, hitting full range of motion coming out. Did it did has work capacity improved? No, I haven't gained any weight. But ah, wrong. I have it gotten has. a lot better. At right. So it has improved because your movement has increased. Right. So if your movement increases, you also win. That's a win either way. Yeah. So strength wise, you might not improve, but in, I guess but I actually, think realistically, I probably did. It's just that's well, realistically, it did improve because now you're getting stronger throughout the whole range of motion. You were right. only strong to a certain point, and then we got you down to get six, seven more inches. Right. Now you become stronger in that position. So. Strength comes in many forms, and strength improvement comes in many forms. You just got to understand how to recognize it. So sticking with our your weekends adventure. Yeah. So now I know a little bit about what CrossFit is. What's that do for you as a trainer? So what what does going to this kind of class? What does that help Fairball Fitness? CrossFit training for better. Here's why we wanted to go to it um, because they have one of the best training courses out there. They teach a lot about movement, understanding how to break down and coach different movements. Um, so a lot of times you take like. Like, I have my training through ISSA, right? So that was my personal training. What is that? Because ISSA is, is, is the International Sports Science Association. That's where I got my personal training certificate at. Okay. They're cool. They, you learn a little bit, but they, they really don't teach a whole lot about, like, there's a book picture of, like, hey, here's a squat. Here's a deadlift. But they don't really break it down too intensely. And it, it's easier to go, like, to one of these courses when you go to CrossFit. They give us a PVC pipe as students, and they're like, hey, we're about to do a bunch of squats. Like, it's a PVC pipe. You'll be surprised. We were sore after the first day. We did probably did a hundred squats with a PVC pipe, and they come around and be like you got to get you know fix this, fix this. And if you're coaching, this is what you got to show people. If this cue doesn't work, do this cue. Like there's something called a tactile cue where I put my hands on you. We have a visual cue, we have a verbal cue, and they're all progressive. So if I give you a verbal cue, hey Josh, get back in your heels more. Doesn't work. Josh, I point to my heels. I need that heel out. Doesn't work. Now I'm gonna give you a tactile cue. I'm gonna put my hands on you somewhere, adjust your body into a certain position. And this, this is kind of what we learned. We're learning how to coach, how to become better coaches, and how to coach movements more properly, and how to break down. So the, per- the reason we wanted to go to this was for me to learn how to be a better coach, basically. And that's why we go to these. Cool. So that's why, like, am I going to be able to use CrossFit? No, because I'm not in a CrossFit gym. So, right. And I'm okay But does it really matter? No, no it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you're still able, right. to, you're still able to teach. I didn't go to that to become a CrossFit expert. I went to that to become a movement expert. You know what I mean? I want, right. I'm all about learning how. I want, to, I want to be the best coach possible. So I want to go to these courses that are supposed to be the best courses out there to teach people the right way. So I don't look like you know a bag of ass going out there and telling somebody wrong. Now I know that, hey, you know, I know how to teach that squat. I know how to teach the snatch. I can teach the, the deadlift. The bench press we don't really teach much. Um, Functional fitness is not a whole carryover bench. However, I'm actually pretty good at teaching the bench. That's one of my favorite to teach. Well, however, you're currently in the middle of teaching a big three. Yeah, the weightlifting class. Weightlifting yeah. class. I do. Yep. Which is a really good class. And actually, I added a little bit to it this week because I, I pulled some carryover um, from some things I learned into it. Not from the CrossFit class, but things I've learned outside of it through a couple. We talked about like different energy systems and stuff. Um, and that is one thing we did learn. 
um, backing up into the CrossFit weekend, we did learn about energy systems and like how different, how the modality of training works, how, how we go from anaerobic to aerobic, um, or it's called glycogenic oxidative to the ATP system, like how they all inter, inter like they all kind of intertwine with each other and right. how you use them. So we learned a little bit about that. Um, a lot about the methodology, like understanding how to balance, you know, technique with intensity, you know, so again, I'll use you for example, you come to the barbell club and we're like, all right, we're going to do this workout. Um, we're going to go, we're going to do deadlift. We're going to do a hundred of them and I want them done for time. So you'll be going through these deadlifts and all of a sudden I look over and your form is trash. I'm not saying yours is. I'm just saying, for yes. instance, so your form's trash. Um, I'm going to say, hey, Josh, I don't care about the intensity. I don't care how fast you go in this. I don't even care if you hit 100. But we're going to step back. We're going to cost you a technique. So understanding how to break down each person that comes into your class for their individual needs. Right. So if you're really good at deadlifts and you have the ability to go intense, great. So once that deadlift is perfected, I'm like, all right, add intensity. If you can't do the intensity because you're, you're – your form sucks. I'm gonna say, hey, step back. I don't care about your intensity. You're wiping that off the table. We're not worried about intensity. You're gonna concentrate on perfect technique, and we'll go for 20 minutes. I don't care how many reps you get, but we're gonna perfect this technique in every in every manner. So this is where you kind of start separating. Do we worry about this this client? Do we do more intensity? Do we need more technique? Do we need more mobility? Bring down what they need before we add them into like worrying about how. The workout's supposed to look, you know what I mean? Right. So the individual needs comes before the workout, if that makes sense. So this is a good segue, because um, I would like to add a little piece into this. So I this was like the CrossFit weekend, realistically. It so was. we had some people at a CrossFit training thing last yep. weekend, yep. and then the, this weekend it's been it's been uh-huh. CrossFit time. Yep. So I always kind of looked at CrossFit more of not necessarily as a method of working out, but I've always kind of looked at that as like it's almost like the sport. You know, like it's kind of like the football of working out. You know, yeah. like it's 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 a game for a lot of these people, and it's it's something that a lot of people do. So when we talk about that, when we say that you know this isn't necessarily a CrossFit gym, I would like to talk about what this gym does offer that is pretty cool that yeah. I'm a part of, right? Yeah. So and you are as well because you're you teach a class. Um, so we do this barbell club, right? And so I'm sure there's a couple listeners right now that are listening that are barbell club members. To those of you in our 5:30 class. Hey, thanks for coming. Hey. You guys are awesome. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, so barbell club here, right? So okay. it's kind of like that th- stuff, right? So we have, like, different sections. I don't think – I think there's a lot of people out there that don't know what barbell club is, and I yeah. know that it seems intimidating when you see these – I mean, at least in the 530 class, there's some, like, serious monsters back yeah. there. Like, you see those guys walking in carrying their bag full of, like, six different shoes, and they got all this equipment, and they got all this stuff. Those guys are, they are monsters, but they are, there's nothing back there that is impossible, and that class is so much fun. So I want to take a minute and kind of talk about that. Sure. And I have some questions about that for sure. you. Okay. So. Can I explain it first? Yeah, okay. I like that. So the fun, it's a functional fitness class. Um, it's based off of, we have all kinds of different lift, lifting perimeters, whether we're squatting, deadlifting doing Olympic lifting. So we still incorporate them, um, but we don't do things like the girls' names. We don't do the Frans. We don't do the Graces or all the other 300 names they have out there. We don't do things like that. We program ourselves. Um, I must. I can't say we. I can't take the credit for that. Angie and Jeremy program. Um, and they add things that they know that they're... And what I really like about the, the Barbell Club is she pays attention to her classes. She'll call me, hey... How's 5.30 doing with this? Or how's, how is your class doing with this? Where, where are they hurting at? And then she kind of programs according to what is needed. 
currently, if you notice, we're doing a lot of rotational stuff, kind of slowing things down. Which is handy, considering other things that are going on around right. us, right? Because right. most of the people that come to this class also do other things. Correct. Like the complex competition. Yep. So we're doing a lot of stuff to work on our shoulders and mobility, and it's ironic that at the same time we're doing a whole bunch of overhead stuff. Yes, and well, well, rotation is one thing we're finding out, you know, having a little, people having a little bit of core weaknesses and balances. So we're kind of working on balances right now. That's why you're seeing a lot of lateral plane movements. You know, we did the ball pulls the other day. So we are... Smaller words, sir. Uh, I have no idea what you're Lateral, so me, moving left to right. So we have like, you have three different planes. You have a transverse plane, a sagittal plane, and a frontal English. plane. That's how the body moves, right? Okay. So we have to be able to move in, in all three of these. The transverse plane, the frontal plane, sagittal plane all have to be worked. A lot of times when we work out, most people only stay in the sagittal plane, which means it's forward, backwards, up and down, whatever. Um, we got When you go frontal plane, you start moving a little bit left and right more, staying on that frontal plane. Frontal basically means if I split my body in half, I have a front and a backside, right? That's how we usually do stuff. Then you have um, a sagittal plane, and then you have this... I have to break my notes out because I, I get them all confused. But basically, you got to be able to move in all different directions. So, that sounds way better than using yeah, big words. Yeah, be easier, easier to explain because I'm getting myself tongue, tongue-tied here. But basically, she, we train in all different parameters. So you have to be able to move left, right, up, down, be able to get yourself up and down off the ground, be able to move left, be able to move right, be able to jump. So she incorporates all this into her functional fitness class. So we don't really, like CrossFit worries too much about, like you said, the, the sport of it. We don't worry about the sport of it. Right. We worry about the movement of it. We want people. We're not here to to get CrossFit level one or CrossFit, you know, game right. athletes. We're here because the people that come to our functional fitness have a life and they want to be able to live that life as easy and as pain free pain free as possible. So Edge designs her workouts to incorporate life skills, not really game athletes. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so a typical barbell club, because I've, I've actually been asked a whole bunch about this from more people than I would have expected. People are, are very curious now that they know that we're kind of spokespeople for the gym, and knowing that we're involved in those things, they're very interested in knowing, like, oh, what is that stuff you guys are doing? So, like, on an average day, right, we would do, the, the classes are usually about an hour long. We normally do, what, some basic warm-ups, you know, normally we do a pretty basic warm-up, get the blood flow going, and then we do a little bit of instruction. So usually the first part of the class is nice because we get to spend a little bit of time trying to do something different, maybe. You know, or perfecting moves and maybe working on the PR of maybe we were doing a snatch a couple weeks ago. We really want to see how far we can push that. Yes. Or we want to do cleans, and we want to just know, okay, I want to know what a heavy three I can do is. Correct. You know, so it's very nice. The beginning of the class is always my most favorite part because... You can kind of dial in and work on specific movements and trying to make sure that your motion and functionality of, of those lifts is, is spot on. Yeah. The beginning of the class is always something called monostructural. So you're finding one thing and either working volume, working technique, or working heavy, right? So it's usually the three parameters saying, hey, we're going to do, um, do this movement. We want to either A, go fast with it, we want to go higher volume with it, or we want to see how heavy we can get with it. But usually just find one thing to do. That's why it's called monostructural. So mono being one, structural being one event. So whether it be a, a clean, a snatch, a deadlift, um, the squats, whatever, whatever she's programming for that day, that's what we kind of concentrate on for the first 25, 30 minutes, you know, outside, you know, including the warm-up with that. But we usually try to get that first, and then we add a conditioning piece at the end. And that conditioning piece has recently been the bane of my existence. I've, I've been doing really, really well. You I have, I have, been, very I have well done much, much different now 
personally since I've started doing this class, and I have a different mindset to things with me doing doing the 530 class. But I will say that's probably the most fun because I don't like to know ahead of time. So some people I know text the people from the morning class yeah, yeah. or because there are, what, three different time frames to do yes. that? Yes. Um, there was like a 4.30 a.m. Actually, I think, I think there's there's a 4.30. There's a 5.30, a 6.30 in the morning. Holy crap. Then you have a 4.30 afternoon, 5.30 in the afternoon. And that's now the 5.30 evenings are on Mondays and Wednesdays. There's no 5.30 in the evenings on Fridays yet. Um, and then the other ones are three days a week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then you have endurance and sweat Tuesdays and Thursdays. So anyways, go ahead. But that's that's our timeline. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. You completely derailed me for a second there. I was listening. I was well, like, you were talking about. Your I was like, maybe I should try. Sweat. <laughs> you were talking about conditioning. Yeah. So we um, we get to do these fun kind of wads yeah. type deals. Um, recently, we've been doing we some really. So we don't really call them. We don't call stuff. them wads. We just call them. That's just our conditioning piece. We don't call them wads. Um, okay. Again, that's a CrossFit thing. We don't. We stay away from CrossFit terminology. We try not to use it because. There's legality yeah, behind I mean, it. Oh, sorry. Or well, there's legality behind it, so we can't really call it a wad because it's really not a wad. Wad would basically mean we're we're in, in using CrossFit. We are nothing. We aren't using CrossFit at all. We are using our own programming. Um, we add conditioning. We add strength, but it's our own program. It has nothing to do with CrossFit. So, okay. What we use CrossFit for is to learn the movements because they do have CrossFit is a very very great course to teach movement coaching. That's why we like. That's why Ange likes people to go to. That's why I like. That's why I wanted to go to it. It wasn't necessarily because I wanted to do CrossFit. I well, don't. speaking of wanting to do CrossFit, back in the day, right? So I want to get in a little bit more about your history with that because I've heard rumors that you did a couple CrossFit competitions, yep. right? Very first one was here. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. So I um here. You want to know how I got? You want to how I got into this? I'm very curious. Okay, so because I think you were about the same age I was whenever I started. Older, getting in. I was a little older than you. I was wow. thirty. Um, you're older. I was than thirty five when I started all this. Crap, you're old. Yeah, I am old. So what happened was um, I just got kicked out of the not kicked out of the military. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was basically kicked out. Um, I had those hips. You know, everybody knows I had my fake hips, right? So. Um, I was in the military. They found out that I needed hip replacements, and they were I, like, "Get out and out of here." Well, I tried this something called a physical physical evaluation board. Um, I went to this board. Um, they said, "Hey, listen, we are not going to allow you to stay in your MOS." Which at that time I was infantry. It's what I did for twenty years in the military. Um, I was a master fitness instructor in there, so I wanted to stay in the infantry. They said it's going to be a no go. They were going to let me stay in and do this admin work. I'm not cut out for admin work. And I said, what's my other options? And they said, you can retire. So I took my 20 years and said, you know what? Thank you. Um, I'm done. And I walked out. Had my hip done. Had my first hip done. And went to this. I went to physical therapy. And I'm like, this is stupid. This physical therapy, honest to God, I could have found it online. And I'm paying these guys 75 bucks a week. I'm like, you know what? I can do this myself. And even my doctor was like, listen. He was like, just walk. You know what you're doing, kind of. Just, and I had a great doctor. I saw three different doctors. One was like, hey, I'll probably put you on a cane the rest of your life. And I'm like, dude, I'm 36. You better come up with a better answer. I went to Pittsburgh, saw a guy out there, and he was like, I can do this hip resurfacing for you, but it's only going to buy you a couple years. Ultimately, you're going to have hip replacement done. He's like, you have one of the best hip surgeons in Altoona right now. He said, go see him. His name was Dr. Adrian Clayton. Hey, if you're listening, Doc Clayton, we need you on our podcast too, by the way. But um, so Dr. Clayton said, and here's why I really went with him and I liked him. I said, I'm 36. I don't want to hear what I can't do. He goes, I'm not going to tell you what you can't do. He's going to put your hips in, and you're going to go and do whatever the hell you want to do. He goes, and those hips might last you 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, or they might last you 10. 
He said, I don't know, never really put somebody in, never put hips in your age with somebody as active as you are. He said, so you're going to be kind of a guinea pig. And I said, I'm good with that. I am completely fine. But he was so confident in his abilities. He said, I'll tell you one thing, you won't break those hips. He said, I'll buy you a chicken dinner. Or he goes, I'll buy you a steak dinner if you break either one of those hips. He said, but I bet you don't. And I never have. I had never even had, not even close to damaging these things. Not that I know of yet. So anyways, long story short, had the first hip done. And at this time, Gorilla House was over by Mansion Park. They had um, the very first building they were at was, I think it was their first building. It was over by Mansion. There was like an, or- I think it's now a bus station. No, I'm sorry. It's now a different um, gym. I think it's called Revival or something. But that was originally the Gorilla House. So I went in there. Um, I saw Ange, who somebody recommended me to her, and I said, hey, uh, my name's Scott Farrell. Um, I have a hip replacement, and I kind of want to get into this functional fitness thing. She's like, grab a barbell, let's go. I'm like, oh, boy. And it's just how it started. And she put a barbell on my back, and I started learning and learning. And under the watchful eye of her and all the coaches she had at that time, I started getting into this and getting into a little bit more. Um, met a guy named Dusty Kutzbeck at that time, um, and Dusty was – Dusty was a good man. He still was a good guy. We we do a lot of we used to do a lot of mountain biking and riding and stuff together. Long story short, there was this CrossFit co- competition coming. Now, mind you, I have my second hip replacement coming up. Well, there was a CrossFit competition in Harrisburg. It was called um, Rumble in the Rink, and just a bunch of people were like, "Hey, where are you gonna do this? Do you want to do it?" I'm like, yeah, "When is it? The day before your hip replacement." I'm like, "Bail off it. Let's go." <laughs> so me and Dusty went out. Uh, we did this competition. We did pretty well. It was my very first one. And that was it. I was sold, came back, had a hip replacement. I couldn't wait to get back in here. So I came in here. They were moving from their old gym into here. This was ProCare. They bought it out. And I came in here to kind of help knock, them out, knock out some walls, move some stuff around. I'm all hobbling around on one leg. Got everything back up in order um, and stayed here for a little while. And then I made a, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I really liked everything here. And I decided to... I said, I'm going to really give this CrossFit thing a go. I want to see what, what this whole CrossFit thing is about. You know, we do the functional fitness here, but is CrossFit any different than the functional fitness that Ange does here? So there was a, there was a local CrossFit gym that I said, I'm going to go join them. So I joined this local CrossFit gym. Did a couple competitions with them. I did, they did something called um, uh, Festivus Games. So I did that a few times. We did um, a competition of Evansburg with Legends CrossFit. Um, there was a couple other ones I did. I can't remember them all. But we did these, um, and honestly, I, that's when I started realizing CrossFit was just, it wasn't this. It wasn't what I wanted, what I liked here. Um, COVID hit, and I walked out of that gym, and I said, I want to take this during COVID. I'm like, I really want to take this series. I want to, this has kind of changed my life. Andrew's really kind of, Andrew and Ray have showed me a whole different path that I'm not broke. I'm not fragile. I can keep doing this. Um, so I got my, I worked through COVID year, got my certificate for being a personal trainer, and I reached out to a couple people and said, hey, I'd like to become a personal trainer. Ended up landing at the underground gym. Um, was there for a short time. Just not my gym. It's a bodybuilding gym. Just not my style. I mean, I made it work. Um, and then as luck would have it, Ray and Andrew reached out to me and said, hey, we'd like to, we'd like to have you come in and train here. And for me, that was, that was a no-brainer. As soon as I heard that, it was, um, it was a done deal. I came in here. Relinked up with Ray and Ann, showed me around, got started, and never looked back. So it's been it's been a great one of the best moves I've ever made was coming in here, back into here the second time. Um, again, I, I ventured out, tried to see what the see what this stuff. If there was like some magic pill, and this is where I laugh because you know you, everybody hears CrossFit and they think there's some magic pill, and it isn't. There really isn't. It was more of a um, 
it was more of a sport based at that other gym, and then here is more of a functionality type. You know what I mean? Trying to work on your life skills and not just right. competition skill, which to me was a big difference. So, and then Ange asked me to teach barbell club, and I started teaching barbell club, and that's kind of where that's how I'm landing where I'm at now. All right, so. I have some questions because, <laughs> so those of you who are at Friday night at the bar, shameless plug, Friday night, seven o'clock, best workout ever. Sorry, Ray, Ange, anybody else that does workouts, Jordan, Tim, OG, this is the best one just because I'm involved. Um, but <laughs> at least if nothing else, the music is on point and when I help program things, it's usually pretty fun. So just It's say. always fun. <laughs> They're all, some of them might be a little more difficult than others. Some of them really you, fucking you mean, suck. Like the hanging one I did that I oh, wasn't Jesus. there for. Let's listen. Thank God I wasn't there for that one. I want people to come to those, oh. not not oh. run for the hills. But anyhow, Friday night is more of a comp- now that one will. That's a team based event. Every time we do Friday night, it's a team based. We are not teaching skills. I if anybody wants to care, I'm going to give you a pre warning. This is a self guided class. I will demonstrate. Me oh, and Josh. it is guided by your peers. Let's be. It brave. is. It is. <laughs> if me and Josh come in there. We kind of go over everything, but I'm not sitting there during the class coaching. I'm working out with everybody else. No, so he's getting yelled at by me. Yeah, to bust his ass and move. So if you come in there, understand that. I mean, if you need modifications, um, if you need me to show you something, we'll gladly do it. But one, on three, two, one, go. We generally um, stay away from things that we don't know. Yeah. So if we do a ladder or something like that, if we were to do another another clean ladder, um, we, we do a demonstration first. We make sure nobody's going to get hurt. Yeah. And if you can't, I mean, we that is our biggest thing or, is, yeah. is we don't want people to get hurt. But we have a lot of fun. And yeah. the only person that got hurt last week was our first injury. Scott had a small Charlie horse that yeah, not knocked, him, knocked yeah. him on his ass. It did. After we did a tug of war, which, by the way, that was... So- that was a great ending to an epic Friday night. Let me explain night. how that goes. It, this the, I've been dealing with this for a while now. I don't know what causes it. So when I did my OCR racing, when I did all my offshore course racing, okay. I would lock my calves up. And you have to ask DJ about it. So I came out of, last year we came out of Maryland Springs, just did a six-mile offshore course run. Felt great. Walking back to the car, that same thing happened. Both my calves locked up so bad, it almost put me in tears. I don't know what causes it. I knew I'm like, I'm hydrated. I felt good. I just... For some reason, my calves just like should see a, up. Should see a personal trainer about it. I probably should. I, <laughs> I don't know why. It's just my. I think I just have weak calves personally. So but that was yeah. That was that was an injury. That was before just, this week. Maybe the week plus. before that, the chimps really got to take over the gym because you were. I wasn't you know, there. You were at this CrossFit level one thing. Yeah. And we learned that week that there's this word, and it is Tabata. Yeah. And if you were here the Friday night where I, Scott was in Pittsburgh, Scott probably heard us. Tabata. Scott probably heard us yell Tabata because we were yelling it quite a bit. For one, what the hell is a Tabata? Tabata is a workout um, It's a workout parameter that you do eight rounds. So it's eight intervals. Each interval is 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So you work as hard as you possibly can for 20 seconds. You take a 10-second break, and you do it for eight rounds. You can also do it opposite. You can do 10 seconds of hard work, 20 seconds of rest. Depends on who you are and how advanced you are in your training. Ideally, we try to get 20 and 10. Um, but Tabata can be anything. It can be 30 on, 30 off. It could be a middle on, middle off. It could be 45. And, and you've been doing it. You see how Ange puts it. Tabata can be, I mean, your imagination is your limit there. You can go as far as you want. Um, we're looking at something called work-to-rest ratio. So, like, on a regular Tabata, you're doing a 20 and 10. So, you're doing a, um, a one to half a one work-to-rest ratio. So, you're working twice as much as you're resting. Unless you do it the opposite way where you're working half as much, you know, you're resting twice as much right. as you're working. So it's all a way of building um, your work capacity and, and getting a little bit stronger cardio. Tabatas are amazing. 
It's a, it's four minutes worth of work, and I promise if you do it right, it will crush you. Oh yeah. You know, people that say, "Oh, I did it. I didn't do anything." Then you didn't give me everything you had for twenty seconds. If you do this right, your first two or three rounds, you're like, "This is a bad." And then round four hits, you're like, this "Jesus sucks. Christ, what happened to my lungs? Like yeah. they fell apart." So it is designed for you, and that's a that, those twenty seconds of work or ten seconds of work. Of work, it's supposed to be an all-out effort, 110 percent. This isn't a, this isn't a jog. It's you're you go. Yeah, we like it. So I've learned some other things. So we've got Tabatas, we've got uh-huh. AMRAPs. I keep hearing all these different things, and I don't know what some of the stuff was. You know, so now I get an AMRAP. I I kind of understand the theory behind these. As so AMRAP stands for what? Do you know? As many reps as possible. Many reps or as many rounds as possible. So I, I, I'm learning that. And then there was these EMOM. You, they're throwing all these terms at me. Yep, EMOMs, um, every minute on the minute. So you can do every minute on the minute for two minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever you want to do. You can do every hour on the hour. You can do every 90 seconds on, on or every you know, minute and a half. There's so many different possibilities of that one as well. And all these are, they're just different ways of... Stimulating, right? Stimulating, right. That's all it is. It's all just a different stimulus. EMOM gives you... So, God, I like EMOM, especially middle of the middle. Let's say we're doing... We'll just take a clean, for instance. I do one clean, right? Damn, okay, I got that clean done. I got 50 seconds of rest. Let's say it takes you 10 seconds to do a clean. Set up, get your mind right. Snatch or you clean it, boom, drop it, 10 seconds, right? You keep doing that, you keep doing that. You get a nice long rest, you get 50 seconds of rest, and you kind of go and see how long you can do it. You can do it by adding weight each round, saying, all right, so I'm going to do it at 95, and then minute two, I'm going to add 10 pounds. I'm going to do it at, you know, 105, add 10 more pounds, 115, and keep doing this till you can't. And then once you hit your limit and you can't get it, you just stick with trying to get that one in every minute on the minute for as long as you want. There's, like I said, the sky's the limit. Yeah, they are brutal. brutal. You have a death buy. That's one of my favorites, too. And you and I have done a couple of death buys where you can do, like, minute one, you do one push-up. Minute two, two push-ups. Minute three, three push-ups. Minute four, four push-ups. If you want to work out, go and try something like that. Yeah, do it with cleans. And do it with cleans. You'll hate your life. <laughs> it's, when you it's get to 15, nasty. you're like, this was terrible, and this is a horrible idea. It but is. it's so much fun. It is. So, you know, everybody gets burnt out with doing the same thing. It makes things 10. interesting. It does. You know, you can even incorporate those kind of workouts even on the floor. Yeah. So let's say you want to do, you know, you're doing a bench session. I'm like, all right. And I've watched somebody out here do this. All right, I'm going to set a clock for 15 minutes. I'm going to get as many possible reps as I can in 15 minutes. I'm just going to knock it out. I'm just going to go. And I'm going to try to get, you know, 300 reps in 15 minutes. Keep the same weight. So you start going and going. And you, you might put it down, rest real quick, grab it again and go. It's a different kind of workout because you're not just saying, oh, I'm doing a 3 by 10 That's easy. I do three sets of 10, walk on. And then what happens a lot of times when someone does a 3 by 10 or a 2 by 15 or a 4 by 8 whatever they're doing, sometimes they don't pick the right stimulus or the right right weight. They hit 3 by 10 and the weight was so light, but they're, they're so focused on, I hit my three sets of 10. You did, but when they, someone tells you three sets of 10, they, you should be hitting failure on that third set, on that 10th rep. You should, should be, be hitting all failure. Have. Yeah. If you hit that third, if you're on your third set and you hit 10 reps and you're like, I had 25 more. You, you were, did something you wrong. You lightened it up yeah. a little bit extra. Are you getting a, a muscular and hypertrophy response? Probably. Okay, in English. Is there a better? Uh, hypertrophy means you're growing your muscle, right? Okay. So is a muscle going to grow? Probably. depends on how much you stimulate it. Um, did you stress the, the muscle enough? You don't have that problem. You do a 15-minute, you know, you do a 15, as many reps as possible in 15 minutes. I guarantee you, at whatever weight, you're going to stimulate the muscle. Because so you're burned out. We're coming up on probably about a year of you and I working out together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And I mean, at that year mark, maybe we'll post some pictures of me before and then and, yeah. and see where we're at. It should be this at. month, right? It is November. This month. Or it's it, November. It will be November, November 1st. Yeah. But it'll be the end of this month. It'll be. It's on my calendar is day I met Dickhead. Yeah, Dickhead Day. DD. DD. But yeah. so, I mean, we're coming up on a year. And yeah. in, in this year, you know, so I've been doing personal training now for a year mm-hmm. and as a client. So this whole podcast started as a really unique way of looking at things, right? So we've got a trainer, we've got a client, somebody who's smart, somebody who's a dumbass. Um, well, let's not say looking smart. at improvements and things that have changed in that year. Like it's pretty crazy to think about, Yeah, you know, because like if you look back at pictures or think about attitude the first couple of times, I mean, I've always kind of had a fairly decent attitude mm-hmm. recently. It's there's not, you're not going to throw anything at me. That's going to catch me yeah. off guard, whatever Changed it is, I'm going to just do it. Well, you and I have had some long, long talks at night, you know, just mindset stuff. Most of it on the beach, sunsetish, yeah. sunsetish. In thongs, banana hammocks. No. Anyways. We, Speedos. <laughs> Speedos. We talked a lot about mindset. And, and I put, I made a post today on Facebook, something about mindset. Like, your body can get, get pushed as hard as you want. But if your mind isn't there, you won't be able to push your body that hard. Because you have to understand that the mind controls everything. And you and I went back and forth for hours on different things. Like, you you just kind of bounce ideas. What do you think about this? What, what about this? Am I doing too much? Am I doing too little? Um, now I've created a monster with you where you do too much all the time because you you just kind of you don't understand and I understand what you're coming through because like you said you're the inner fat guy your inner fat guy is always telling you you know I gotta you know I gotta get to the gym I gotta get to the gym I gotta get to the gym and I'm like hey dude you need to take a break and it's hard I understand that but this is where um, this is where I like within a year how much you've changed as far as you've even changed the way you've trained you when you first came here you were like hey dude I did nothing but machines remember this you told me this yeah. Straight. Yeah. Because I, I, this here, time. I found the one row of machines and I just hit those all those machines and I'm like, all those machines that walk on the treadmill for a while. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, ah, cool. I mean, it's something, right? It's better than nothing. It's better than sitting I mean, home. It did work. It worked. Right. <laughs> right. Movement works. Period. No but matter. It stopped working. Right. Movement will always work, but there's always, you know, you have good, bad, and better. Um, so we want. And I said to you about, hey, I'm going to introduce you to a couple of new things, and we started going, and it's been it's been one hell of a ride. We have enjoyed. I've enjoyed training you. I've enjoyed watching you grow and you've progressed as much as you have. Now you're in there beating my ass doing, you know, Friday nights at the bar. And, you oh, know, man. the first couple of nights Friday at the bar, you were oh, so mad. You gosh. fucking God almighty. That one day you called me and said, don't you ever. If you ever program like that, I'm never coming back. And I was like, yeah, got him. I didn't, got him. I, I didn't call you and tell you that. I told you that shit to your face. Yeah, you said, if you ever do that again, <laughs> I was never coming stupid. back. And I'm like, well, welcome to functional fitness, man. This is how this yeah. work. It's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But I do think that um, something that's important and kind of the point for us talking about this year in review part two with this mishmash mess of a podcast we've got going on, um, I think there's a lot of people out there that are curious about like what, a, what the whole purpose of personal training is. It sure. doesn't have to be somebody that's trying to lose weight. It doesn't have to be somebody, I mean, there's a lot of people that could use personal training. There are probably people in Barbell Club that could use maybe some one-on-one time, right? Correct. And it doesn't, what, what kind of things, you know, do people that we offer here as personal training? And I think that a lot of people just assume, okay, well, if you have a personal trainer, this person's just going to tell you, you know, they're going to write a workout for you and they're going to tell you, you know, meet with me these days. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't need somebody to do that, but I can tell you from somebody who was, you know, experiencing that, I didn't think I needed it either, but I probably would, I, if I look back, I wish I would have started it a year before that. Because it would have made things so much easier and yep. so much better for me. I would have gotten a lot more, um, a lot more 
end result from my effort, definitely, um, because I was wasting time. And I was wasting a lot of valuable time when I was young and impressionable with my gym mindset there. You know, so it, definitely if somebody's interested in, in personal training, maybe it's a time of the day even that you're not available. There are some great trainers here, yeah. some top-notch. I mean, every single person that is at this gym, ready to have great people. Let me tell you a little bit about personal training here. Um, so I'm not going to call out other gyms. I won't do that. I will say this isn't going to be a cookie-cutter program like you will get in some big box gyms, right? So you're not going to walk in and they're going to hand you a piece of paper and be like, let me show you this machine. This is how this machine works. This is how this machine works. And this is how this machine works. Okay, when you come in, hit these machines, and here's your, here's your sheet. We don't do that. Every program we do here, every trainer takes a personal investment into every client they have, and they program according to what they need. I'm not, your program is going to be vastly different than, we'll say, Heather's program. And Heather's program is vastly different than Betsy's program. These programs are all completely different because you have different needs as individuals, right? And different goals. Yeah. And different goals, right? So now, are they going to look similar? You know, if you guys are on a weight loss goal, are they going to look similar? Sure. But they're not going to be the same because you have a different movement pattern than them. You have a different strength pattern. You have a different, you have a different mindset. All this plays into it. You know, you take someone like, I can use Heather because Heather doesn't mind if I use her name. Um, Heather. Someone like Heather. Heather is awesome. Yeah, so when Heather came in, Heather came in with, and again, I'm not underplaying what you went through. You went right. through a, a big struggle with weight. She went through a struggle with life. I mean, yeah. they found her dead on the floor. When you come in with that mindset of, I don't want that to happen again, the way you train is completely different because you're no longer training just for aesthetics. You're training for life. Yeah. You want to never have that happen again. So that's a whole different way of treating how we work out. And actually with her, I'm going to pull it back a little bit because I'm like, Heather, like, you're, I asked you for you're intensity. on that floor yeah, again. <laughs> please slow down. But she... Um, she has made so huge of strides in here that it just changed the way she outlook. So her whole life, the outlook of her life has changed now because she was told that she couldn't do stuff, and through all this, she has now proven to herself that she can. You know what she told she couldn't do and what she can do are two different things, uh, and we expose that in here. Now she realizes now there's not a goddamn thing she can't do. Same thing for you. You know you were told how oh, you're going to be on these medications. You're like yeah, fuck, watch this. Yeah, and bet. <laughs> now you're not on what you're not on you're not on anything. I'm not on anything. Yeah, and so and that you know so personal training. Let's back up what you said about personal training. Um, personal training is not a weight loss. I, you're not gonna you're gonna lose weight. You gotta learn to change your diet and your lifestyle factors. Like you come in here and I can train you once or twice a week, and we can do the greatest workout for an hour. Let's say there's let's say there's such a thing as the greatest workout ever, and I give that you workout, and you go home and eat like shit. You're only with me two hours a week. The other, what, 4,600, how many hours are in a week? 460 hours in a yes. week, okay? So the other 457 hours in that week, 458 hours, if, you're, if your lifestyle factors suck, there's not nothing I can do for you for weight loss. Yeah, your 80-20 is Correct. the wrong way. <laughs> right. So I always tell people, don't come in here, give me two hours a week, treat yourself like shit, and expect to have change. It's not going to happen. You need to have the discipline. There's only so much I can do. I'm not with you 24-7. I'm with you an hour a day, two or three days a week, depending on how much you come in. The rest of that's going to be on you to have the discipline to drink that water, to make sure you're eating nice, clean, healthy food, to make sure you're sleeping well, to make sure you're getting your steps in. Like all of the all of the things that you do outside of the gym are probably vastly more important than what we do in the gym. I mean, they all come together. Um, if you don't know what you're doing to eat, talk to nutritionists. We have a bunch of them here. We have Ray and Tim and 
Um, I forget who ours initial. I think there's a couple nutritionists. Yeah, did I said. I say Ange. You said Ray. Oh, I'm sorry, Ange. I met Ray. Ray's always on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's awkward. Uh, yeah. It was weird when I came out of the bathroom and you were saying Ray's name. I wasn't sure what that was about. Strange. Um, I mean, yeah, I met Ange Ange and Tim, our our nutritionist here. Um, So if you ever needed a good diet plan, they'll sit down and talk to you. Um, A lot of the trainers have a basic diet plan. We can give you a basic, hey, this is what you need to do. Um, But if if that's where you struggle, that's where you need to go to. Um, So, yeah, if you're going to do training, come in here and learn how to move. Let us show you how to do things properly, but also do your homework when you're outside of here. And that... As a trainer, that's probably the hardest thing, right? So the hardest for, – for you coming in, Josh, when you came into me and you're like, hey, we're going to do this, you changed everything quickly. In fact, for you, I had to pull you back a little bit because you almost want to do everything all at once. And I always say, hey, we're going to do – we're, we're, we're going to worry about calories for the first month. I don't care about anything else. I just want you to that calorie mark. Once you have that for a month, you're like, okay, I got my calorie mark. Cool. Now we're going to work on your protein. You know, you do one thing at a time. Same thing for working out. Hey, we're going to work. I'm not worried about your weight. Let's worry about getting getting the squat down. I don't care how much weight's on there. And you, this is why it's a pro, this is why it's a process. It's not a, you're not going to commit overnight. So I'm probably the weakest guy in the gym when it comes to like, for, for amount of hours and time spent here, I'm probably the, the weakest dude here. And I, I still still struggle with I, don't, I still like to be the guy that can lift more, but I, I will say it as a weakness for you. I it's not weakness. It is a it is I just need time. Ner- it's a it's nerve <laughs> yeah. You gotta figure when you came in here your your movement was horrible. I ain't gonna lie to you. Wow. You nice. routed your back really bad at a lot of things. So you told you me I had a hunchback for the right. I, I did say I think you may have had a hunchback. You had such a huge flex in your spine that I'm like so it wasn't really you were weak, you just had Bad movement patterns, and it takes a while to. I mean, other, listen, we're friends now. I'm not pulling punches. I don't even know about that. But anymore. now, but now it takes time. But we started. You got stronger as your movement perfected. So it's not really about the weight of the bar. It's about each time you do the deadlift or a squat, is the position better? Yes or no? Yes. Great. Then therefore we've gotten stronger. So the weight of the bar is just an after effect of better movement. You want to get stronger, fix your movement. When the movement's perfect. Then we can worry about adding weight. But let's say you add weight. Let's say you're you're perfect at 135, and I had 155, and that shit breaks down. Then you're not ready for 155. You might be ready for 140, or maybe you need to stick with that 135. Maybe add a couple more sets or reps to it until it becomes solid. And then we add a little bit of weight. So this is how this is how you know when you when you need to add weight. If you can add weight without um, without a technique flaw, great. If there's a technique flaw, you're not ready for that weight. My two I can't even tell you how many times I heard that. Yeah, a lot. Too many. A lot. You know, but but over the year, I mean, for anyone that's, that's, even if you're just having problems with something, you know what I mean? Okay, there's a great example, right? So maybe I come in and I, uh, if the person that I'm talking about is listening to this, they're going to laugh. But maybe I come in and I do squats. I don't know. Five, six times a week. Maybe, maybe, all right, let me rephrase that. Maybe I used to do squats five or six times a week, right? But I still don't, like, I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. Listen, you can pers- you, a personal trainer can help you with that. Look, looking for somebody that's just trying to, to get the most out of their time here, yep. is, that's the way to go. I mean, and, and the idea and goal, I guess, of being a, of a personal trainer is they want to build you into the person that doesn't always need them. Yeah. You know, so that part's kind of probably rough for a personal trainer because you build some people. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Um, I, we try to make everybody as autonomous as possible. Thomas, you know, being on your own, being able to do this by yourself. That's the ultimate goal. We want you for the rest of your life to understand how important movement is, how important exercise is. And eventually we know you're going to go on your own. 
Um, it's bittersweet. Yeah, like, of course we want clients. That's how we make our money. But at the same time, we want you to be better than what you, we want to be better every day. So eventually you can say to me, hey, Scott, appreciate it. I don't need you anymore. Deuces. Yeah, and that's, I mean, and that's part of the process, and that's okay. Uh, and if you ever have problems, you come back and you say, hey, maybe maybe I need a little, a little help with my squad. I, it's failing. We might have a session or two, you know, once or twice a year, which is fine. That's how it works. But you've created a constant bond with that client that they should be confident to know, oh, man, I need to call Scott. Something isn't right. I thought I could do this on my own, but I'm having trouble with A, B, or C, whatever. And I'm like, hey, let's set up a session and come in. Let's work strictly on that. And you come in, maybe in that hour or something clicks, and you're like, oh, dude, that's what I was missing. You're good, man. You're back on your own. And you go out for the next six, seven months, and next thing you know, you might call me again. But that's what's nice about it is it, it's a constant friendship. Um, you build a bond with people, and I know that in the back of my mind that I just improve that person's life. For the rest of their life, they're going to take something away from this that is a benefit. You know what I mean? For me, every job I ever had, military, prison, wasn't a whole lot of satisfaction. I mean, the military is pretty satisfying, um, but the prison is not satisfying. So for me to be able to take somebody and, and change their life and for them to go, you've really made a difference, that, that's for me, that's what it's all about. I, I've, it changed my life, it has saved my life, and I just wanted to make that, that same opportunity for everybody else. So, and, and if anybody's curious how it saved my life, um, because I was to a point when I left the military, um, I really enjoyed, I mean, I spent my entire adult life in the military. And when that was over, I no longer had missions, I no longer had any, any really reason to train. Um, and then when I got into this and I found Ange and started doing the functional fitness, I fell in love with it because it reminded me of my military training. Honestly, that's why I enjoy the functional fitness. Everybody says, why do you do this? And Functional fitness is stupid and CrossFit is stupid. It's not about, there's no one good way of doing anything. If you enjoy it and it mentally makes you feel better and physically makes you feel better, then that's what you're going to do. And for me, that's what makes me feel better. I like to have that structure. Yeah, I like to have that structure. Yeah. And, and it really did save my life in it. I was told, you know, with my hips, I couldn't do certain things. I was like, fuck you, watch this. And I came back, and do I still struggle? Sure, there's things I can't do. Absolutely. But I'll never stop because, for me, this is what, at 45, and a little bit, this sounds arrogant, but I'm doing more than most people at 45, the same issues. You are a little bit cocky. That's why we went to the ring the other night. Uh, That's why we got in the cage. Well, I think I'm not cocky. It's just the fact that I have put a lot of time and effort into my life and, and I, bettering that future and, and, yeah. and keeping that, and keeping I that core. I know what I have done, and I just want that same passion and arrogance, whatever you want to call it, but I need I want people to understand, like, this is super important to me, and I think it can really help everybody else out, too. I think every human person should be doing some kind of exercise, and they need to be training for life because life is dynamic, and if you sit down and let it pass you by, you know, it's what's it worth? When you're 67 years old, it's too late to say, shit, I should have worked out when I was 40 because now I can't even bend over and tie my toes. It's too late. Don't wait till it's too late. you got to do stuff now. Take advantage of it now while you have the youth, you have the ability, and you have the, the knowledge to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Not pretty bad, impressive. Huh? Wow. I, that, was, that was like the Scott Fairball Fitness motto mantra like, well, well, well it's, played it's, it's it really outliving is your competition I may not beat them but I will outlive them that's how I that was my original thing outlive my competition that's <laughs> that's how were I were there shirts things. for that Come no on. I never made shirts for that oh, that, huh. was a sh- that was short lived because you know you know why I stopped it the goddamn neighbor's just too long to put on everything outlive your competition <laughs> like this takes forever so instead Fair you, went with, so instead you went with Scott Farabaugh Fitness just Farabaugh Fitness the same number of characters <laughs> kind of <laughs> he's like spell. I was just used to spelling my own name I got confused with competition shorthanded yeah. um, but 
But so, I mean, it, I, I just shameless plug this this episode, maybe explaining things and trying to get people to pay attention to Scott Farabaugh Fitness at farabaughfitness.com. Um, but there are a lot of things that are, that are offered here that I feel like people sometimes just forget about. Yeah. You know, and um, Barbell Club, guys, Barbell Club's kind of like the game changer for me. I gotta say, that is the one thing I look forward to, like, every week. Other than Friday night at the bar... Barbell Club, I, I don't know if it's the camaraderie, it's the people, I I don't know, I can't put my finger on it, but it is by far the most fun thing I've ever done. Here's why I think most people fall in love with functional fitness, is because because it's hard, and at first you see it like, I can't do that, and then all of a sudden you do it, and you're like, oh, I just did something, it, This the mental mind fuck behind it, they're going to go, wow, I just did something I never thought possible, right? So there you go, just, you just say so you're, you're, you got a confidence boost. You do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. You keep doing these impossible tasks, and they're no longer impossible. So in your mind, you're going, wow, I'm better than I thought I was. It's a huge confidence boost. When I'm on a machine out here, and I get, no offense if I lift machines. If you want to lift machines, man, go for it. I'm not, I'm not busting your chops. What I'm getting at is if I go out there and just lift on that machine, three sets of 10, four sets of eight, whatever, every day on that machine, me personally, I know I am. I'm going to be like, I, I'm bored to death. This what's my accomplishment here? Yeah, I added some weight, but I don't, I'm not a weight guy. I'm like, I want to say, I want to do something. I want to do a feat. I want to do something that's hard. I want my heart to be beating. I want to be sweaty, and I want to be able to just give it, give it all I got out there. I want to make it hard. I want to do like what I did in the military. That's what I, that's what I lived for. I mean, I was an infantry guy, man. Everything we did was physical. So the more physical you give me, the harder it is, the better I feel. Um, so I think a lot of people are like that. I think a lot of people like that physical challenge, and that's why they enjoy functional fitness. Because it's a challenge. It's not the same thing twice. You know, it's not every day. You don't have you don't we don't have an international chest day. We don't have a squat day. We don't have a pain. yeah. We never get to do. We don't do the huh. same thing ever. It's so always at least something. the entire time I've been there, I've not done the same thing twice. That there is will for be sure. blocks. So when she breaks her train down, she breaks it down to different blocks throughout the year. So you will come back into a phase where you'll be doing, you know, squats once or twice a week, deadlift once or twice a week, cleans once or twice a week. That'll be actually programmed in. But the condition aspect will always be different. And that's what's nice about it. Speaking of which, those box jumps, right? Those split, those split th- jumps. Oh boy! For those fun? of you who are in barbell club, right? Those things were yeah. they're they're very rough. I can't believe I'm doing them. That's you did good on that too. That's where I'm at with things. Like I can't believe I'm doing this stuff. But um, and I, that's why you fall in love with it because think about where you were a year ago. Would you have done that a year ago? Oh hell no! Now look, at I you. can remember walking into the gym, right? So this is what this is where this whole podcast thing's really cool for the three people that might be listening. I can remember walking into this gym and. And sitting there, like, tying my shoes out on the floor and, like, getting ready to come in. And, like, walking, watching these people walk in at, like, 530 and being like, holy shit, those guys are very tough. You know, looking at Terry and being like, damn. Like, I just watched her. She was walk, she was walking around here with kettlebells. And she yeah. was doing, like, heavy carries. And then she dropped them and then, like, went in there. And I could see that they were doing other stuff. And then they were back on the bike. And I was like, shit, I'm never going to be able to do that. You know? And it's funny because you'll get the functional fitness and the CrossFit. It gets a lot of bad publicity a lot of people talk shit on it most people that talk shit can't honestly oh, yeah. I mean I, I'm not gonna lie to you some people are like oh that's so stupid I come back here and try it what's stupid about it you explain to me why it's stupid and we'll talk if it's stupid because the program is stupid you can point out to me I'll gladly listen but I guarantee I'm gonna give you my peace of mind and let you know hey here's the purpose behind it there's more to there's more to training than just being strong there's more to training than having power there's more to training than just having conditioning you gotta be well rounded that's well rounded you know what I mean now, the guy that's out here lifting weights, I'm not taking anything from them. Good for them. They are 
they are still doing more than anybody else. They are getting strong. They're and they're following. And it's all a different. It's all the different, different perspective. It's just a different perspective. Correct. You know, if you're but, fa- if you're following your passion, your dream, and you're you're a Kyle, and I love Kyle, and he's following his dream, and he's crushing his dream. Now, good for him. That's what I want. But he did show up at Barbell Club. He came to a Barbell yes, Club to be did. my partner, right? Speaking of which, I think and he went to a Friday night. I was going to tell you about this since we're on the air. We're going to let everybody know. I think from here on out, we're going to have a new rule for our guest on our podcast. They got to join they us. Have to do at least. They have to do one Friday with us. Yeah, they got to do a Friday night. And well, then they can I can tell in. you, Chris and Sienna are planning on joining. At least Chris is. I'm not sure if it's going to be able to work with Sienna's schedule, but Good. they are both going to. And also, I just want to make another shameless plug. If they are listening, congrats to Sienna. Did she do well? Three state records are now in her name. Is that right? From her uh, most recent competition. For squat, bench, and? Yes. Wow, good for her. So, yeah, crushed it. By yeah, a do you, bunch. Do you know what her numbers were? I do not off the top of my head. I don't want to make it. To look I, into I don't want to say the wrong number and her beat me up because I can tell you. Where was that? That was yesterday. No, that was two weekends. Uh, last weekend, I believe. Oh, no, I didn't see that. While you were away. Yeah. I, That's why. I haven't been on my social much. Yeah. But, so. yes, yeah, so congratulations, both of them, you know, crushing it out there. Good just Just her. going and having such a good time. That's such – that's – that's yeah. badass. And that's for them. That's what it's about. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah. I said that's, and that's where it's at. Like, I'm not knocking anybody. I'm not. I'm really not. Um, do I prefer my way of training? Absolutely. Of course. But I am not going to sit there and tell anybody else they're wrong what they're doing. If that's your pursuit for happiness, if that's your pursuit for what you want in life, kudos to you, man. Go crush that shit. Yeah. Just the only thing I hate hearing is, I'm not knocking your style. Don't knock mine. That's the only thing I ever ask. Everybody in here, when you start knocking somebody else, they start second guessing. Let's take somebody that's a little feeble minded, let's say. That comes in here and they're like, am I doing the right thing? Should I be out on the floor lifting weights? Should I do power lifting? Or should I stick with this functional fitness? And someone starts talking shit, right? And they're like, oh, functional fitness, you're going to get yourself hurt. Don't do that. And then you turn this person off and they leave the gym because they don't want to do the other two things. That's the only thing they liked. And they don't walk out of here. Now they're not doing anything. So you just took somebody that was trying to improve their life and took that away from them because you were mocking them and telling them how stupid it was. Don't do that. The fact of the matter is, in this day and age with an obesity epidemic, and the amount of laziness we have in this world, we just be happy people are in this gym doing shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what's important. The fact that somebody, we are all out here, we're all part of the top 5% of the world improving ourselves into a gym every day. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Just do and something. And there's, there's so many classes available. And if, if you're someone that maybe, listen, let's not beat around the bush about it. Some things are pricey, right? There yeah. are things that sometimes the people are like, man, I, I'd love to have personal training, but I don't know that I could afford three sessions a week. Maybe you don't need three sessions. Yep. And it costs nothing to have a consultation, right? Correct. So you could come in, you could sit down and talk to somebody and just get an idea of what it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, And a lot of times I think that people are just afraid to take that first step. Take it. There's other things that the gym offers as well. So yep. endurance, right? So I'm, I've, I've been... Um, Paige, thank you. You've always, you're always somebody that tries to get me to go to endurance, and it doesn't seem to work with my schedule for Sunday mornings because I usually work Sundays. Right, right. But last Sunday, I went and did that trail run, right? Yes. Um, that was a blast. You know, if that, if that worked with my schedule a little bit better, I would probably do that more often yeah. because it was actually fun. Did I suck at it? I most certainly did. Was I the absolute last person back to the truck? I was, but I wasn't by myself. And who cares? And it didn't matter who because cares? at the end of the day, every single person that beat me there was clapping their hands and was excited for me to finish. And, and let me it's ask so this, John, much fun. Are you are you running the Boston Marath- Marathon anytime soon? I mean, I'm care? hoping not to. But exactly. maybe if, if if Ange texts me and is like, "Hey, you and Scott need to run this," I'm gonna right. be like, "All right, let's start training." The only time I would worry about I don't even worry about placement. The only thing I'd ever worry about you is all right. So last time you ran this, let's say you ran that what you ran three point one miles in. 
how, how long would it take you? Oh, like four and a half hours. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. So this it is doesn't matter to people. me. I just wanted to survive. Well, the only reason, as a trainer, I'm going to tell you to keep track of it next time. So when you do it again, let's see if improvements been made. It doesn't matter the position. Are you going to improve each time you do it? So let's say you ran that in 28 minutes. The next time, run it in 27.55. That's improvement, correct? Then it that's is all definitely it takes. improvement. It's, that's, then that's what matters. The only reason I track is to for, for improvement. So next time I do that, I know that, hey, I made an improvement. Um, the, is training linear? No. We don't always improve. Like, we'll take weight on a bar. So there's some days I can come in here and I feel great and I can put up some serious weight. We'll take a clean. I hit a 195 clean one day and I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. I don't couldn't touch that right now. I have some shit going on. Shoulders are hurting. Wrist is hurting. It doesn't necessarily mean I lost strength, but some days are better than others. If you don't sleep well, if you eat like shit, that's going to affect the way you lift. So don't always just say that every week you should be adding five pounds and five pounds, and every time you go heavy, you should be lifting that max weight. That should be your goal, but you got to look at lifestyle factors. That will affect your so, overall performance. So 3.18 miles in 51 minutes and three seconds. Hopefully I can get better than that. I'm okay. sure I will. That's not bad. But um, for the fact that that was a trail and not flat. Yeah, that, a fun it, run. it was rough. I will also say that I spent... 67% of that time <laughs> zone in, in, in zone five. 34 <laughs> minutes of that was in zone five. Uh, yeah, that might be a problem. So I was just listening to a podcast about zone five training and wearables. So think about wearables. That's an algorithm. There, there's a mathematical equation to figure out your zone five. It's based off your, it's 220 minus your age, and it goes into this parameters, right? The podcast was saying that all depends. That's completely individually driven. Like I'm zone five a lot. Now, technically, if I'm zone five, I should be able to last for a very long zone five. I can highly sustain zone five, 35, 40 minutes, yeah, not longer. Same. So am I really zone five or am I just better conditioned because well, that mathematical question, equation says I should be zone five? Not everybody. You're not You're not the typical 49? Five, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. I like that. Funny. You? You're, not the, you're not the traditional 45-year-old. Realistically, you're not. Condition-wise, yeah. I think I'm better than 45. I would say you're that's probably... Why I don't trust that matrix. You're probably in the 30s. But you need to take that with a grain of salt. You yes. know, when we talk to Ange about wearables, that's one of the things that is important to remember, too. So if you are someone that, like me, I track a lot of my stuff with my watch, um, you need to remember that you need to take that with a grain of salt because yes. this is designed for somebody else that's 30, 32 years old. Right. You know, if you're me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Real funny. <laughs> I'm just... I think it's ironic that we both started our journey through fitness kind of at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And two different things. I mean, you you became because you had a you had a lifestyle thing. You know, you put the weight on. You need to get it off. I came in because, I mean, I was always an active guy for the military, but I came in because primarily I wanted to continue that with uh, an issue I was having. So we basically came in fighting, you know, to prove everybody wrong, basically. Yeah. And that's what we did. So, um, what else do we have? I mean, I just wanted to, you know, kind of button things up with, um, you know, where we're going to be heading with things here at the podcast. So, yep. I mean, we mentioned about maybe looking for some sponsors, looking for some different things. Uh, we'd like to see this kind of grow a little bit. So anybody that's an avid listener, talk to, to other people, you know, maybe throw up uh, a repost for us. Let us, let other people know what we're doing. Yep. Um, our only goal, like, I don't know, I can, I'm only speaking for myself on this, but my only goal that I, at, with this podcast is the same thing as it is for everything else that I do. You know, I just want, I'm not doing this podcast to brag. I'm not doing this podcast to make money. I'm not doing this for anything other than, I just want other people to realize that if my dumb ass can do this, yours can too. Right. 
We you all know, do this. If I'm going, if you, you see me on a Friday night, come, come to Friday night at the bar with us. I can tell you, you will hear me scream so much and yell so much that usually by Saturday morning, I have a hard time talking early in the yeah. morning. You know what I mean? I'm usually yelling and trying to get people, even if you're not on my team, like, I just want everybody, to, we want everybody to have fun. Let, and let me explain how Friday night is. We have everybody from me and Josh. We have some stud athletes. And we also have a couple that are 75 years old. We have everybody from from those two parameters in between. So don't think you can't come do this. We have it. Um, my wife just got hit with a with a back issue. So I know she has to modify stuff. She still comes in. Um, we can modify it for anybody. If you come in and say, hey, listen, I can't do this, this, or this, let me know. I'll modify it. We'll make it work. Um, we'll make it work. There's nothing, I can't say there's nothing I can't modify, but for the most part, I will make something work for you. Um, and, and if I can't, um, I will definitely try to figure out an answer for you. Um, I have, you know, we have other trainers here that I can, a lot of times Jordan shows up for that class. I can bounce some some ideas off of him. I'll go to Josh. Josh is certainly not a trainer. Well, well <laughs> you're, you're, getting trainer. To the point, you're getting to the point now you've also learned a lot. So you're, you're getting, like, I'm listening to you, I'm Coach Bev, that. and you do well. Um, um, I can always ask Ange if Ange is around that night. So you see sometimes here Friday, sometimes not. Which, speaking of which, when are we going to get them in there? We need to, we need to get Ray and Ange so on a, Friday we need night. To, we need to start a petition. To well, get. she does. She works out a lot because she's on a pretty structured program. That's going to throw her program off. Like she can't, I don't know if she'd be willing to do a two-a-day like that. She'd probably. I feel like you should have asked that before oh, you well, threw her under the bus here. Oh, I know how her program is. She's pretty strict with the programming, so I don't want to throw her off her And that was course. entirely Scott. That is not in my notes. I'll send you a copy of the should anybody should, should come, honestly. Come, see what it's about. Yeah. You'll have a good time. I know that you will. Um, and that's all our goal is. You know, the goal with this podcast, we just want to spread some knowledge. We want to enjoy our time. I like meeting people. We both like talking. I feel like that's probably pretty obvious. If you've ever met Scott, he does a lot of that. He does this really cool jawline exercise where while you're busting your ass and dying over there on a rower, he'll turn around and talk to somebody else about how good you're doing. It's really funny. I do. But, um, yeah, so... Come see us on Friday night in the bar. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. If you anybody, I've, I've had so many people be like, "Oh, was there anything we could do? Could we donate? Like, we'd like to do something to help." Yeah, the one thing you can do: talk about it. Tell other people about it. Give us some ideas. Um, if you are hosting an event outside of the gym, if you need people to come over and do like a live broadcast, let us know. We'll definitely come. If you're doing anything health and fitness wise, if you're running a, um, you know. Let's say if you're, you're doing a, a, a local basketball thing with the kids, you need someone to come over and just kind of do go live, we'd love to do it. We'll come over, set, our, set up shop there, kind of go live with it. Um, we're, we're, we're mobile now. We can do yeah. anything. Yeah. So um, I've, I've got, we've got some cool things maybe set up in the future. We'll definitely be at Sweat for Vets. One of us, like I said, will be at the front of the pack. One of us will be at the back. I'll be in the that middle. Way, Maybe I'm, I'm going to be I'm the one sure. in the back. But uh, Let's see how my running legs feel that day. But – you know, we'll, we're, we're around, and we're not hard to get a hold of. So anybody that has ideas, please reach out to me. Like, I, I'm not hard to get a hold of. I'm the giant guy that walks around that's, like, six foot tall, um, usually in a pool of sweat by the end of a workout, laying on the floor. Walk over. Um, I may be hard, having a mild stroke, but I will definitely listen to whatever it is you have to say, and I will try to make it happen. If you have ideas for different guests or anything like that, something you'd like to hear about, we're always in. So... And then on my end of it, uh, for personal training, I'm currently accepting clients. We have um, our, our other trainers. We have Jordan, Jeremy, um, Tim, and OG. We also have um, Aaron. She runs the um, um, spin class in here. So 
anytime you need some training done, please come in. We do. We offer. I mean, we offer anything from fat loss. We do elderly population. We do kids, um, athletic performance. So we have a lot to offer, and it's worth checking out. What about the latest uh, addition to the Fairwell Fitness Camp? Right. So you got Adam up there working on. Yeah. So Adam, Adam, Adam if you're listening, box. welcome. Yeah. Adam's Adam was a longtime podcast listener who decided he wanted to work out with Scott a little bit. Yeah. You know, so now he's learning how to box. Yeah. Right. So I do I do um, basic boxing. I'll teach that one on one before I will kind of push him off into the better boxing coaches up there. So I have a boxing background, um, but I'm very I just teach like the basics. And so when you say you have a boxing background, does that mean you've been punched in the face a bunch? A lot, yeah. Okay, a lot. just check. I did, so I dabbled with boxing um, from the Marine Corps, and then I trained with Johnny Robinson and those guys for a while, um, Tawny Wilt, and then I kind of dabbled as I got older. My fitness, actually, if you really wanted to go to fitness, if you wanted to consider this fitness, started as MMA. Um, I actually started MMA when I was your age, 31, 32, started a little late, dabbled a little bit with that. Um, Got punched a couple times. Got punched, got kicked, got beat up, and did a little bit of everything. Um, but then, again, as I got older with it, and then the hips that went out, I was down with jujitsu because, I mean, jujitsu is all hips. I think I could probably give another go at it, but I'm getting to the point now I don't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? Because you have some up and covers up there, and younger people in that sport, they, they come out, they come all out. They're, they're, if I tell them to go 50%, their 50% is like my 100%. It's like, ah. Uh, there's a fine line. Now, I wouldn't mind going up there and rolling with some older people, like learning from Ray. Uh, obviously, Ray could work at my level. So what you're saying is, is that you would like to roll with Ray. Oh, yeah. I learned, I've actually rolled with him before. I mean, when I, I, say, when I say I rolled with him, he balled me up, put me in a bunch of positions and said, hey, don't do that again. That's usually what happened. But one of the best one of the best coaches I've ever been with, very patient, um, works at your level, which, which means he kind of gives you the feedback you give him. So if you want to go in kind of soft and easy, he'll kind of go soft and easy. If you want to come out like a bowl in a china shop, be prepared for him we to can do that uh, too. Yeah, be prepared for him to let you know. That's how jujitsu works. So like they kind of feed off of of the how the person that's inexperienced comes in. But anyways, that's how that all got started before I got into um, functional fitness and barbell club and things like that. So. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of avenues. We kind of wanted to just take a podcast and just kind of catch people back up, maybe reintroduce some ideas for those of you who haven't gone back and listened to like the real old school podcast where it was like last winter and snowing and blizzard and the gym was closed. So we went to Scott's house and did it. Did it in my basement. Yeah. We didn't do it in your, well, we kind of did. It's a basement now. It's my kids. We did do it. We did do it in this basement, which is weird to say. We did a podcast. You freak. You're Me. Weird. You're the one that said it. Oh, uh, <laughs> what? What? We were going to say something else too. I forget what we were going to talk about here. Oh, we were going to talk about something we forgot yeah. to talk about. Yeah, I forget we had something. Those of you driving to work, good morning. If you're headed to work this morning, I know a lot of us listen to this on the way to work. I know that's me. It is. But yeah. Um, God, I thought we had something else coming up. I forgot. I thought we had something coming up this coming winter with the barbuckle. Maybe not. Maybe I'm. Think about that wrong. Anyways, I'll bring up next podcast where I remember it. I thought we had something coming. I feel like that's news to me, and I'm kind of excited now. Uh, we're finishing up the Ole Complex currently. Ole, Ole, Ole. The, the Olympic Complex. Yeah. The, uh, How are you doing in that, by the way? We're not. No, we're not. I'm Missy, not either. Missy, Don't worry. I'm Missy, doing well. Uh, Missy um, can't because of her back, so she's done doing it. Um, so I'm just kind of putting the... I'm doing whatever. Yeah, I'm Again, trying my best. We're getting through it. My first competition, we're trying. You're you doing know. well. You that's guys, all you got to do is show up and have fun. You're better like, crushing it. I will say this, any of the competitions or any of the things that go on at this gym, if you're somebody that's like, oh man, 
really, I mean, other than the fact that it pulls for pizza, my name is the bottom of the barrel. I will never be able to let that go. I can't wait till the next pulls for pizza because my name has to move up at least once. Yeah, you get caught up a lot in the weight stuff. You got to understand that you're still. I gotta walk past it every day. We gotta do another one. It is what it is. We'll do another one. They always do. Yeah, we'll do another one. Oh, have you heard? Did you hear some fun facts for you? Did you hear that the International Powerlifting Federation has changed their rules on bench press? No, what the heck? All what? right, so now if you are competing in the in a big three competition, all right, okay. so squat, deadlift, and bench, you're no longer allowed, so your shoulders now, or your elbows have to break the plane of your shoulders. So a lot of times you'd see, especially the smaller females, were able to really arch, right? Oh, I saw They were able to set their feet up. Yeah, you can get this huge arch. He moves like, I mean, like four <laughs> inches, and they rack it, or they used to count it. It's no longer to be counted. In fact, the new rule is you cannot use your feet on the bench to set up. So a lot of people would set their feet up on the bench and get that arch and then step off. No longer, your feet cannot touch the bench at all. Your feet have to stay on the ground. Um, when you set up, you are not allowed, you're, you can put as much of the arch as you want, but that bar, the elbows, have to be at parallel or below your shoulders. Ooh. So it's going to change everything for a lot of people. So people like to cheat on the bench. If they don't have a strong bench, they cheat. Start working that bench if you're going to do a competition because come January 1st, that changes. So enjoy it while you can. Um, other than that, at some point we could probably do, if we could get enough interest in shirts or we get enough proof that people are actually listening, we could do a Chimp and the Champ event of our own. We're okay. not against that. We've okay. got a large facility with pretty much free reign to monkey around <laughs> all we want. Uh, we could probably do some kind of fun event. So if you wanted to do something fun, hit us up. Scott and I will set it up. We can make things happen. I know what you're, you're alluding to a dodgeball tournament, aren't Listen, you? Listen, I said it on the very first podcast. Been I've been dodge wanting to do a forever. dodgeball game for a long time. If there is anybody that would be interested in doing a Champ and the Champ dodgeball, I don't know if we'd have to rent the, the tennis courts or what, but we could have so much fun doing a Champ and the Champ dodgeball. Like, maybe, build a team. Maybe one of these Fridays we'll do that. Maybe that'll be, maybe I'll send maybe, a feeler out. Maybe we'll build a teams. We can build some teams. If you wanted to be Team Josh or you wanted to be Team Scott. I wouldn't mind. Well, we could actually, how would you do that in the tennis courts? I can't take the nets down. I don't know. We'd have to, to make some, we, we have a track outside. We'd just go all out. I don't know. We could figure something out. We'll figure. We can have so much we'll, fun. We'll, There's we'll a lot of room for activities yeah, is we'll what I'm saying. Work some parameters out on that. We could do a lot of fun stuff, but we need to know that there's interest. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, Josh is always in, up in his feels about things. I don't know. If I, sometimes I worry that there's not really a lot of interest in doing things like that. So if there isn't, that's fine. I don't want to continue to waste our effort time on certain things like that, coming up with ideas if nobody would be interested in doing it. Can I make a sales pitch for that? Let's do it. All right. So everybody that comes in here and does this barbell club for functional fitness, what's the purpose? to take the functionality of our life and improve it, right? To see how good we can transfer what we learn in here and train in here into the real world. So sports are part of the real world. People play sports every day. Let's see, take a, taking a softball game or a dodgeball game and putting our, do we have the conditioning to do it? Do we have the arm strength to throw? Do we have the twisting ability? Do we have the agility to do it? This is all part of fitness. Let's put it to the test. I love it. You know, we're going to put the barbells down and actually test our functionality, you know? Sports are a great way to test functionality because you have to move in multiple planes. You have to get up. You got to get down. You have to have hand-eye coordination. You have to be able to catch, run, duck, dive. What are the other ones? Duck, dive. (laughs) If you can dodge a wrench. Yeah. Duck, dive, dodge. 
yeah, duck, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever it was. But yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fun. Um, I, we're on that. We're on that. I have that message app. Maybe I'll send a message out and see if people want to do it. And I'll talk to Andrew and Ray and see if they'd be okay with it. I'm sure they'd be all right with it. If it's just, I mean, even if we, even sports. if we did something like we could do a. I don't know about if any how much interest there'd be, but we could go somewhere else even do fun. Well, things. we'd probably wait in the spring for that because it's gonna get cold out. We're supposed to get flurries this whole week. Uh, Slinky Action Zone has two floors of laser tag. If somebody maybe wanted to go play laser tag, and I know the guy that's in charge of the place, and we oh, might Sean. be able to get a deal. Talk to Sean. Yeah. So I mean, I can tell you, I did that for like twenty minutes. Oh, a few fun. weeks ago. Yeah, that's very fun. That's the shit that killed Elvis right there. That is so much fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I left dripping with sweat. Like, I left looking like I lived, like, dead Friday night at the bar. I walk out, and I'm like, whew. You know what's funny? <laughs> you said that is, what time is it? So, uh, I have plenty of time. I always wanted to, when I first started personal training, one of, the, one, one of the things I always wanted to start, and I'm still, it's still in the back of my head, still on paper as a um, idea, but I wanted to start doing tactical preparedness training. I, I wanted to it. teach people how to, so do conditioning, you know, but also learn how to survive. Like, how do you survive a home invasion? A carjacking, someone trying to get kidnapped. What do you do if there's a house fire? Um, incorporate, you know, bring Ray into it so they can learn how to do hand-to-hand combat. We could get guns involved, go to a range and learn how to shoot. Uh, there's a lot of, that's a little bit of the sketchy area there. That's why I never went forward. Well, there, I will there say becomes, this. There so, becomes a very, there's an insurance thing there, but I would if say we this, get, if if we get practice is, guns. If there is interest in that, I could get you a facility that is licensed with a licensed yeah. trainer for that aspect. They do have licensed trainers there for it. I and I could get you in easily. That would I think that would be actually may be someone else that may want to do the podcast. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of interest. We just but need to I know always what thought want that to do. was one of the most interesting because of what I've done in my life, I think that would be very interesting to that's where a lot of mindset training comes in. I understand like being physically conditioned enough to survive something is one thing. Having the mental mindset, I mean We'll talk about a self-defense scenario. If someone comes at you with a knife, are you willing to kill somebody? Can you gouge someone's eyes out? Can you rip an ear off? Can you crush a larynx if you have to? I'd stab you with this pen right now for a Klondike bar. <laughs> for, but that's, people say, oh, yeah, I can, I can, I can, until the moment comes. But can you? This is where the mindset comes in. I think that kind of training is, is invaluable. If, if you don't, people say, I know how to fight. Cool. Are you willing to? There's a big difference between knowing how to and being able to hate to say this without sounding cold hearted, but slaughter somebody that's in my way of, you know, it's either me or my family or that person or my family dying. I'm slaughtering somebody. Are, are you willing to do that? I and just used this line the other day. When, when you're at, when you're sitting back into this room right now, we're comfortable. I can say, Oh yeah, I can, but can you really, if you've never been there, if you've never had to face that, can you really? And this is where that mindset training would be huge. So yeah, eventually, I don't know, maybe eventually I'll, I'll pull the trigger on that and start that, but it's still an idea. Yeah. But what were you going to say? You said, you said something the other day. I, use, I use that line every now and then. Like, you have, you and your friends like to talk shit. Me and my friends like to get in fights with people that like to talk shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and my friends like to go do things. So there's a difference. It would be a difference. And I yeah. think it's um, there's something we don't have around this area. And, and I realize Altoona is fairly safe, but is it really? I mean, we have drugs now. We have people getting shot. We have... This area is no longer. Of course, we just had a high speed. Did you see the high speed chase down the boulevard? Yeah. We have a lot of bullshit going on around here, and I think it's it's imperative for people to take this functional training they have and put it to real world environment, real world tactical training, and, and see if you really can sustain an assault or ward off an, a, an attacker, being able to get your family out of a fire. Just, I think it'd be just an amazing way uh, yeah. to train. 
there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of neat ideas. Somebody else, if you got, anyone has ideas, please reach out to us. We'd love to do it. We'd love to have do something fun, yeah. you know? But we need to know that there's interest That's first. It. So so reach out. To I'm the three at, people listening, yeah. reach out to Scott. Scott Faribault Fitness on Instagram, and I am at Scott Faribault on Facebook. We also have the Chimp and the Champ at gmail.com. Any questions, Any if you want to be a guest, you want a shirt, let us know. Reach out to us. You need training. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. You want to learn how to gain weight. Uh, I, I can probably, like, I don't know if there's anybody here that's got the certification on that, but I, if you're looking to put weight on. And lose I, weight. I, I you lost, you probably lost yeah, as much as you put on. I don't want to tell anybody how to do any of that. I'm real bad at that. Down to what are you down to? 290 yet? No. 295 still. I Listen, so we're going to we're gonna talk about this. I'm up in my feels about this whole deal, right? I know. Your weight's fluctuating. Right? I don't get it. Yeah. So I, but I trust the process. No, wait, so, so you went I'm down leaving. as low as 295. No, I went down as low as 285. 285. Now, where are you at right now? 290. All right. Back up again. So wait a second. But I was 300. Is the scale moving moved. in the right direction? It's moving a direction. Right. So it's it staying. goes down. Then it comes up a little bit. Then it goes down a little bit yeah. more. It comes up a little bit. Very, very common. I get it. It's, it's again, are you holding weight? Are you retaining water? Are you sleeping well? I may How talk, much muscle are you I, made, are you I may talk to Tim and we may I may look at nutrition differently since I've done I've done a bunch of different things with working out. Maybe I'll try to learn some nutrition. The thing things. with nutrition is you gotta be consistent. Yeah. You jump around, don't jump around. But you I think you've done well, dude. You look yeah. great. I think I think you put a lot of muscle on and that muscle starting to it's gonna kick back on that scale a little bit. That's why the scale is kind of a liar, because the scale doesn't take into consideration your muscle mass and you know how much you know, some of these you're just retaining a lot of water. Yeah, because I drink a you lot. drink a shit ton of water. I do. So, but our current program, I think, is working well. We do yeah. a. Um, so, if anybody was wondering how Josh and I work out, um, we actually spend Mondays as um, functional fitness. So we do some kind of conditioning, some kind of functionality to it. Um, we add a push pull legs in. So usually Tuesdays a push. Yeah. Wednesday we do back into conditioning. Thursdays a pull. Yep. Uh, Friday we go back into our conditioning, and then. Usually the weekend if he wants to. I usually don't, but he kind of does legs if he wants to do it. <laughs> I um, walk or run. Yeah, I try to. So we do a lot a lot of conditioning. Three days of conditioning, three days of weight training, traditional weight training. Uh, and then the reason being is I like to use those push-pull days to bring up lagging muscles. Some muscles usually don't hit the barbell club just to be able to try, to try to stay as symmetrical as possible. But you've done well. You're doing really well. Then there's the seventh day. Seventh day is a rest day, Josh. Yeah, you know, rest. R-E-S-T, that's a four-letter word for you, isn't it? It's yeah, I don't do bad. Rest. We're not allowed. I was, when I was a kid, rest. they said not to say four-letter words, uh, especially ones that rhyme with rest. So here's why I tell people this, and here's why maybe everybody, somebody else needs to hear this. We don't grow muscles in a gym, contrary to what many people think. We break muscle down in a gym. That's why I said earlier, you're not going to lose weight just by working out. We break muscle down. We're actually creating stress in, in the body when we work out, right? So we create all this stress. We're breaking muscle fiber down. The muscle has to break down. So it's actually at a weakened position when you leave a gym. The rest is where you grow muscle. When you rest and you properly feed the body, so you refeed, you sleep, and you rest, now the muscle rebuilds. So there's a, there's a training principle called overcompensation. Take your calluses on your hands, for instance, right? I jump on a bar, first time you ripped your hands open, right? You just, you just went through this. Hands were all beat up, okay? Hands were hurting like hell. Your body's going, shit. We just got on this bar, I ripped the skin open, it hurt. We don't want pain. The body wants homeostasis. It wants to be as comfortable as possible. So it says, I'm going to regrow skin back there, and then I'm going to grow more skin. I'm going to overcompensate it to protect that same event from ever happening again. So the next time he goes on that pull-up bar, we're going to be ready because now I overcompensated by creating a callus. 
You're going to do the same thing for the muscles. That's what muscle growth is. It's an overcompensation. I break muscle fiber down, and the muscle fibers, the muscle goes, shit, he wanted me to lift this heavy weight. We really didn't have it, so we broke down. I don't want to break down again. So let's enact more muscle fibers, overcompensate that, grow them bigger and stronger, so the next time I lift that weight, I'll be ready for it. And then you add what's called progressive overload. You say, oh, wait a second. I was just ready for 25 pounds. Now he added 30 pounds. Not that your muscle knows weight, but it's going to feel something heavier. And it's going to go, wait a second. I was already ready for 25 pounds. Shit. Now you go back and regrow and get ready for 30 pounds. And this is why you add progressive overload. As you overload the body, the body then has to overcompensate. Overcompensation creates bigger muscles, hence hypertrophy. Bigger muscles require more food, hence you can eat more. You do need, yes, and you have to, you have to feed the muscles, you're 100% right. Yeah. Need to feed the muscles. Um, they always like to say, you know, feed lean, feed lean muscle and starve the fat. This is where the protein intake comes in, that's why you want to eat per pound of lean body weight if you can. But yeah, that's where people that don't take rest days and you're wondering why you're not gaining. You're not making any gains. You're not giving your body a chance to overcompensate and grow. You just keep breaking it down and breaking it down and breaking it down. I'm not looking at you, Josh. I'm just saying. I'm the just breaking it down. Reality. Just breaking it down and breaking it down and breaking it down. And the body's going, I can't. Like, I don't know what he wants me to do here. He wants me to work, but I can't rest. I, I need to figure this out. So this is why we have to rest. That's I overcompensate with training. Sorry. Well, the way the way we train. Oh, shit. I'm going to pull that out. The way we train. I did, too. Is that out? No. This isn't moving. It wasn't moving before. Oh, it wasn't? No, you're breaking stuff now. What are you doing? Um, so the reason we train, I'm going to say this, I'm going to go. The reason we train um, the way we train, so the conditioning is nice, especially on Monday, right? Usually the weekends, we don't do much. So CNS gets woken up on Monday, do some conditioning, get the blood flowing. We do a push day, so it's more, we're not doing the conditioning. So the condition aspect, so that aerobic capacity, the, 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 the creatine phosphagen and the glycogenic system can kind of repair. We go almost anaerobic when we lift weights, like you do traditional weightlifting, it's more anaerobic. And then we go back into the conditioning. So we're kind of going back and forth, giving each system a rest period. So it works out well. But that's all I got. That's my tangent. That was only three and a half hours. That yeah, was a, you're welcome. It was a great one. So right, like we let's, said, let's wrap this thing yeah, up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So... We I'll, have, I'll wrap it up. That sounds wrap great. It up. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm just wrap it right up. So, okay. um, yeah, uh, we talked about a lot of stuff today. Yep. So the biggest key takeaway in the comments from the post that I make on Facebook or Instagram tonight that says, "Hey, check out our new episode. If you want stuff, that's the place." So if there's no interest in there, we're moving on to other things later, bigger, bigger, greater things. So. Comment in there. Let us know what you want to hear. Talk about things you want. Scott, people's names. If you have an idea of somebody that would be a great person for on the show, please make sure they have the longest name ever so Scott can butcher it. It would be a great time. <laughs> and that I will. And but, if, you, if you have some subjects, even if they're controversial, you want us to talk about, you think we have some knowledge on it. I mean, we talked about I steroids. Have, yeah. We've talked about, I'll talk about everything. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Talk about anything. It doesn't matter. If you are curious about it, we're here for knowledge. The whole person podcast is to get... Real honest uh, knowledge out there. So if you have a question, I don't care what it is, ask us. All right. We'll address it. Okay. Um, Chimp and the Champ podcast. Chimp and the Champ podcast. Out. We're out. Love you. Bye. <laughs>